Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. FC, we talk all things related to Louisville professional soccer, which this week means... We're going to be talking a lot about the World Cup, as you might expect, with the Women's World Cup ongoing right now. Team USA in action just last night, a 1-1 tie against the Netherlands. And oh, by the way, Savannah DeMello has started each of the first two U.S. games. We'll get into that. Louisville City, we are filling, we are filling the fam on Saturday against Indy 11, trying to get a record crowd, trying to get 15,000 in there for the first time ever at Lynn Family Stadium for the rivalry, the LIBAFC rivalry against Indy 11. That's coming up at 8 o'clock on Saturday night, and we're going to give away tickets to that game tonight. Here's what we have to do if you want to come out to this game. If you've never been to a Louisville City game before, you're in your car, you were just listening to Sweeney and Strebel talk about the Athletic and Nicole Auerbach and all these media people, and you're upset about that, but hey, we're going to give you some things to be happy about Come out to the Louisville City game. If you've never been, here's what you have to do. Follow us on Twitter, at Soccer City Radio, and then DM us why you should come to the game, why you want to come to the game. If you've never been to a Louisville City game, this will be the best one to come to. The atmosphere is going to be incredible. The crowd is going to be the biggest of the season. And frankly, Benton, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I would be confident in saying that this is going to be the biggest Louisville sports crowd of the calendar year. Because UofL men's basketball was no good. Averaged like 4,000 fans, as it turned out, when we saw the, the receipts on that. Uh, UofL women's basketball had great crowds of about 10,000, 11,000. UofL volleyball had great crowds when they were at the Yum Center. Same story, about ten or 11,000. But we're expecting, about we're hoping, for 15,000 on Saturday. So this will be the best atmosphere of the Louisville sports calendar to this point this year. Coming up on Saturday night at... Lynn Family Stadium for Lou City against the Indy 11. And Jeff, we cannot forget the largest outdoor outdoor bar in the state happens to be in that stadium. So even if you're not a huge soccer fanatic, why don't you go check it out and at least uh, enjoy a couple of brewskis. So if you want to come to the game, follow us at Soccer City Radio and DM us why you want to come to the game if you've never been to a Louisville City game. This is the one to come to. We will preview the game coming up a little bit later in the show. And we have a fantastic guest. This is one of the reasons that this show exists. This is one of the reasons that you tune into this show every single week because we give you access to the players. And we're going to give you access to the newest player of Louisville City right now. Uh, he just signed from San Diego Loyal, Kyle Adams, the Kiwi center back, coming over in that deal that was announced just earlier this week. He is our guest, going to call in at about 6.20 uh, this evening. Uh, I'm Jeff Milby. You just heard Benton Newman of VamosMorados.com. You've got some good stuff on the website over the last couple of weeks with a lot of news, including a little story on Kyle Adams giving some information to the fans. Yeah, I like to do. I like to share my perspective and, and what's going on. It's been a fun project. Thanks for the plug. VamosMorados.com for that. Zach Cantrell is our producer. Zach, I just sent you some sound, brother. You got it? You good? All right, we're going to go with that compilation of World Cup stuff. This today... We saw Kim Bjorkegren, Jalen Howell, Carson Pickett all talk to reporters, and they were all asked about the success that Racing Louisville has had in this World Cup. And if you've not been paying close attention to the World Cup, I understand, because the games are on at like 3 in the morning sometimes. It's a little bit difficult. But Racing Louisville is the headline of the World Cup so far, believe it or not. Here's a, a little taste of why that is. Honestly, to see her emotional at a World Cup and scoring three goals and and everything made me emotional. I mean, her living out her dream and to do it in that fashion, it's it's just insane. And uh, I'm so happy for her, and, and she deserves it. She she really works hard and um, has helped me so much this year. 
Um, so I, I'm really happy for her. And every time I talk to her, she's just, she's like, I'm in disbelief. Like, I, I can't believe it. So super humble and uh, it's just awesome. And Ari Borges again. And it's in for number two. And Ari Borges with the second for Brazil. I mean, I'm not surprised, to be honest. Maybe surprised that she scored three goals in, in, in the first game, of course. But uh, she had a quality when she came to Louisville. But now I think that she's a better 90 minutes player. She's more fit. She's stronger, but also tactical, a little bit smarter, better defense. And, and the same thing I just said. Like the all these pieces together makes her just better. Swung right in, surely, and it's there. And she does have a hat trick. Oh, like so much pride. I just, it's so exciting. I mean, even the other day when we were able to watch Ari play and watch Brazil play, we were all in the locker room and we were, every single person was in there sitting, watching on the big screen. And I mean, amazing debut for her for the World Cup. Savannah DeMille, second straight start in the World Cup for her. To see Sav out there doing the same thing. Um, you know, doing a great job, I think, in the midfield and, and living out her dream. I'm just super proud of them. Now it's still time for Nigeria. One last play of the half, perhaps. And there is the equaliser. Uchenna Kanu right on the stroke of half time. It's a massive goal for Nigeria. It makes me so happy for them. It makes us happy for, honestly, for the club because they're putting a name out there for our club as well. Um, at the world stage. Chidiak, lovely touch by Chidiak! And here she is. The racing Louisville striker takes the shot. Musevic coughs it up and then the goal! South Africa has scored! What they've done and what they've accomplished. And, um, you know, I, I think that our relationship on and off the field is, is special. And um, we're looking forward to continue it in this next couple of years. So there's a little taste of what Big Perp has done in the World Cup so far. In many ways, Benton, they are the lead story of the World Cup Racing Louisville. Four goals for Racing Louisville players. That's more than any other club in the world at the World Cup so far. We heard Ari Borges. She had a hat trick and an assist in Brazil's 4 to nothing win over Panama. Uchina Canu scored this morning against Australia. A game, by the way, that Alex Chidiak made her World Cup debut for Australia off the bench. Uh, looked good in a few minutes late in that game. Savannah DeMello started twice for the U.S. already. Wang Shuang starting for China. Timbi Katlana starting for South Africa. And as we heard, contributing to a goal there with a shot on target that was saved away and then the rebound was tapped in by South Africa. Big Perp is winning the World Cup. There's going to be somebody at the end of this World Cup that lifts the trophy and is the world champion. But already, I think we can say that Racing Louisville might be the big winner of the World Cup because of how these players have performed on that biggest of international stages so far. It's hard to think of a, a better start for the club, right? Leading in goals against, you know, over Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Arsenal, any any club that you can imagine. We have already scored more goals than, I mean, representing six different nations. I mean, I like our odds of lifting some hardware at the end of the tournament, right? Especially with one of those players being on the U.S. international team, which, by the way, how awesome is it Savannah DeMello is getting starts we were I think we were we were op, we were optimistic that she would get some playing time but her getting two consecutive starts fantastic I you know I thought maybe just maybe the one then she's more of a role player but getting two love to see it yeah it's phenomenal we certainly were optimistic that she would start and get playing time not necessarily start but get playing time for this team yep. I mean three months ago we've said it all all for the month the last month or so that she was on the outside looking in on making this U.S. World Cup team it was not expected at the beginning of the season that she would be in the World Cup team she's literally earned her way onto the team and now has earned her way into the starting lineup starting for the best team in the world starting for the two-time back-to-back well four-time but back-to-back defending World Cup champions Savannah DeMello of Racing Louisville. Just terrific, terrific, terrific to see. And Ari Borges for Brazil. So far, she's the breakout star of the World Cup of any player. Any player, period. She is the breakout star. The hat trick, the assist, contributing to all four goals in the win over Panama. And you talk about racing Louisville players that might be lifting that hardware at the end of the tournament. The U.S. is a clear favorite, obviously. But I think Brazil's got a great shot. I mean, they looked phenomenal. They looked silky smooth. They looked connected. They looked Brazilian. I mean, the the flair that you want to see, and Ari Borges was involved in that flair. She had a back heel to, for her assist. It was a back heel to a teammate to, to put it away for, for a goal. 
She might be the breakout star of the tournament, period, bar none, across any player on any team, and she plays for Racing Louisville. Yeah, it's been cool to see just, I think, the overall just talent level in the World Cup. It's just continually rising and rising. So we're really starting to get to see some some really awesome play uh, out of these ladies. And, and again, I'm just, just so happy for all the players that are, are getting the opportunity to participate. And I mean, these are like lifelong dreams that they're they're accomplishing and, and taking part in right now. I can't imagine that when they're, when they're coming back to club play, they're not going to be absolutely buzzing just rocking with confidence that's that's all good news for racing Louisville and I'm here for it yeah we saw what it meant to Artie Borges when he when she scored her first goal in the tournament so I mean emotional. so emotional coming to the sideline little did she know she's going to score twice more and assist on a fourth goal in that game we also heard just now from Jalen Howell and Carson Pickett and and Kim Bjorker in the head coach just how proud the teammates are back here in Louisville racing Louisville seems like a very close-knit team they like each other they hang out with each other they enjoy each other and that's best exemplified here, where the, the players who are here at home that did not get called up to their respective national teams, there's no bitterness about that. There's no saying, well, I wish I was there in their place. None of that. No, they're happy for their teammates. They appreciate the work that their teammates have put into this, and then they can watch their teammates and cheer them on on television, just like the rest of us, the rest of us across the world, and they appreciate what it means to their teammates because they know firsthand the work that has gone into this. Uh, it, it's just a terrific thing. I mean, this... The World Cup couldn't have gone better for, for racing Louisville than it has so far. Uh, six players represented. That's one of the most in the league in terms of total players. Six different nations represented. That is the most in the NWSL. It is an international racing Louisville team, and not only international, it is the best players in the world. Yeah, we're, the, I mean, we're really blessed to have what we have here in town. And like you said, they're absolutely rocking it here at the World Cup. Also killing it at the Challenge Cup, too. All the Cups... Things are going very well right now for Big Perp. Yeah, it's a great transition by you uh, for racing Louisville. They are on the road this Saturday. They're playing at about the same time that we're trying to fill the fam at Lynn Family Stadium. It's an 8.30 kickoff in the Challenge Cup at the Houston Dash on Saturday night. So that'll be one where you'll have the phone out in your pocket while you're at Lynn Family Stadium. I was just about to suggest that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Jalen Howell, she talked today, Zach, uh, about this Challenge Cup game uh, against Houston. Um, Here's what she had to say about the upcoming game in the Challenge Cup again, where Racing Louisville uh, is playing so well, they pretty much have a foot in the semifinal. Here's Captain Jalen Howell. Super important game for the club, for the team. Um, it's a chance to make history, go into a place that the club's never been in, semifinal at Challenge Cup, and um, sets us up for a great chance of, of winning the cup, and um, that's obviously um, in the future what, what this club wants, wants to do is win championships, and so it's just a step closer to that, but um, going into Houston, they're still a really great team, and playing in that weather is obviously going to be hard. Um, but I think we got to go in the mentality that um, you know it might be hot, but it's hot here. Uh, circumstances, you know, are what they are, and we got to go out and play like we know how to play. So here are the scenarios for racing Louisville. We've talked a lot about the Challenge Cup. This being a little side tournament, it's not as important as the regular season, not as important as making the playoffs. But like Jalen Howell just said, it's an opportunity for Racing Louisville to do something that they've not been able to do so far, and that's win a tournament aside from the Women's Cup. No no offense to the Women's Cup, but this is a little more meaningful because you're playing against the other teams in the league. You're playing for a million-dollar prize. So here's the situation for Racing Louisville. It's pretty much win this game, and they're in to the semifinal of the Challenge Cup. If they don't win, if they tie the game, they need a little bit of help, but then they automatically go through to the Challenge Cup semifinal. And remember, there's one more game left in this group stage of the Challenge Cup next week, not this upcoming week for the next weekend uh, at Kansas City. So if they do it this weekend, great, but they still have a little bit of time. But it's simple. Win and they're in. That's the focus this weekend for racing Louisville at Houston. Yeah, the odds are, are definitely in their favor, and they've put themselves in as, as good a position as they possibly could have asked for. Again, like we, we've talked about it before. Not, not more important than the regular season at all, but we're getting to a point where we can start to take this thing more seriously and start to put more eggs in that basket, if you will. Not like they haven't been taking it seriously at all, but you can start to get a little bit more excited about the possibilities of of lifting some hardware and, and earning a nice little cash prize. A million dollars isn't too bad at all, is it? 
That's that's not bad at all. Absolutely. Uh, and right now, with the World Cup happening, no regular season games happening in the league, why not just go all in and focus on this Challenge Cup tournament? That's what that's the job that they're they're tasked with right now is to go out there and win these Challenge Cup games. And if they do that job, go out and win these games, they get the benefit of that million dollar prize and they get the benefit of lifting a trophy. And oh, by the way, if they go on into the semifinal, they have the opportunity to host that here in Louisville at Lynn Family Stadium. That'll be a big occasion. And maybe if they make it to the final, that could be here too. And Anytime you can see your team play in a championship game where they're going to lift a trophy at the end of it, potentially, if they win it, that's going to be a big occasion. It's going to be a really fun night at Lynn Family Stadium. So that's what's at stake here Saturday night. For as many players as that we're missing in the World Cup, like we have a pretty deep team. Like The teams they've been fielding are, are very good, and so it's been a lot of fun to see um, some different faces get more minutes than normally before, and it just really helps you to appreciate just again the depth that's been built up on this roster over time watching the the evolution of, of racing in its entirety has been really awesome and we're now starting to reap the the uh, the fruits of our labor as far as kind of building a, a real competitive roster a good squad to put out in the pitch you heard howell mention the weather down in houston that's such a big story right now is the heat wave across the country right all across the west coast it's hot down in houston it's hot here Ooh. but it's hot down in houston it's going to be about 100 degrees on saturday when they head down uh to take on the houston dash that's going to play a factor i mean that's that game may not be the prettiest game to watch i'll say that right now it's going to be 100 degrees out there they're not going to be running full bore for 90 minutes they're not going to be exerting their energy uh, to every last drop for 90 minutes but go on the road put in a professional shift see if you can get a point get a result because if you get a result you can advance right win and you're in but tie and depending on other scenarios around the league around your group you might be able to go into the semifinal just on that result alone so go in put in a professional shift like we've seen them do in houston in the season opener way back when when they go down there and, and get a point on the road get that kind of result again that's all that that really is being asked of racing louisville in this game and it's a team with confidence right now coming off of that two to nothing demolition of chicago that we saw last week at home i knew one day racing louisville would be the team in which we have the most confidence in between our two teams you didn't expect it to be this year i didn't didn't think it was going to happen so soon nothing nothing against the uh the uh, the ladies as all is more so that the the unexpected nature of how louisville city's uh, season has progressed but nonetheless like Racing Louisville is doing fantastic. I mean, it's hard to ask for a lot more. We seem very much like, with the momentum that we have, playoffs are, are certainly in the picture. I know I was pessimistic a few weeks about that, but uh, I've shaken that off. <laughs> Got a new mood about me now. Well, and this is the kind of tournament, right, where if they go on to win it, and put on a good performance over the next couple of games and go on and win it. That's the kind of thing that can really send the momentum flying for Racing Louisville when they refocus on the regular season. And right now, you talked about the playoff hunt. They're only two points out of the final playoff spot with plenty of time to go. Two points is, you know, it's not nothing, but it's very surmountable. You can absolutely overcome a two-point deficit with as many games as they have left. Uh, Seven games, if I'm counting correctly. So, this is the kind of thing, not only is there a trophy on the line, not only is the million-dollar prize, not only is the opportunity to, to make your fans happy and give them a memory that will last a lifetime, it's the opportunity to jumpstart the second half of the season after the World Cup finishes. You get your star players back who have performed so well. That's also a, a silver lining of the World Cup. Those six players are going to be in good form coming yeah. back. Um, and if they win the Challenge Cup, take that momentum on and chase down that playoff spot. And mentality is such a big part of the game right now. And, and, and again, I, I don't think we could have a better situation right now in, in that regards for the mentality. I mean, both the players that are here and the players that are away, things are going well for pretty much everybody. So um, things are really looking up. I'm so happy about it. That Challenge Cup game coming up on Saturday night. It's the same time as the Indy 11 Lou City game. It is in Houston at 8.30 is when that game is going to kick off on Saturday night. They are on the road once again the following Saturday at the Kansas City Current in the Challenge Cup. That is on August 5th. And then a couple of weeks after that, we still got about three weeks to go before the next Racing Louisville home game. That is their Phil the Fam game, trying to get a record crowd of 10,000-plus in there for Racing Louisville. That's the goal. That's the objective. And from what I hear, from what our friends around the organization tell us, that is a very attainable goal. I think we can easily get 10,000 Racing Louisville fans in there for that game. That is on August 19th, 7.30 p.m. kickoff on August 19th against Angel City out of Los Angeles. L.A. is coming to town, and they're going to see a huge, huge crowd at Lynn Family Stadium and an intimidating environment as well for that game. So get your tickets, RacingLouFC.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City for Phil 
the fam for Racing Louisville. We're also trying to fill the fam on Saturday. Lou City taking on the Indy 11 in the rivalry game. There'll be a couple of hundred Indy fans making the trip down I-65 to fill that far corner. So it's going to be a great back and forth atmosphere for the rivalry. And we may see the debut of Louisville City's newest signee in that game. Kyle Adams coming over from the San Diego Loyal, the New Zealander, joining with Louisville City this week. We will chat with him next here on Soccer City on ESPN 680 and 1057. You're listening to Soccer City right here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Benton Newman. Welcome back. We're trying to fill the fam on Saturday. Loose City against the Indy 11, trying to get 15,000 fans in there. Set a new attendance record for Louisville City FC. Last year was 14,600 and change when they took on the Tampa Bay Rowdies, trying to top that number this weekend. And you can be a part of it for free if you've never been a part of it. If you've never been to a Louisville City game, here's what you have to do to win four free tickets to the game on Saturday. Follow at Soccer City Radio on Twitter. And then DM us why you want to come to the game. Simple as that. And if you do that, you'll be eligible to get four free tickets. We'll pick a winner out of the group that responds. Send you four free tickets to the game on Saturday. So that's what you have to do. At Soccer City Radio on Twitter. And then DM us why you want to come to help fill the fam on Saturday. Jeff, it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. Please get it right. So so what do you... (laughs) Do you excrete? You don't tweet anymore. Do you excrete? Is that how this works? Um, You delete the app is what you do. (laughs) Uh, We have a terrific guest today. We We always have a terrific guest. But today's guest is extra special because he is the newest member of your Louisville City FC. Just signed earlier this week from the San Diego Loyal. It is Kyle Adams, a center back, joining the squad this week. Hey, Kyle, thanks so much for taking the time. Really looking forward to talking to you, man. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? Doing really well. Uh, Sue, tell us about how this move happened for you. I imagine the last few days have been a whirlwind. Did you see this coming? Did you know it was coming? Or did it kind of fall into your lap? And then after the move happened, how have the last couple of days been for you? So I found out uh, last Friday. Um, I was told by the loyal uh, coaching staff. And then... um, Danny called me and said, we'd love to get you in as early as we can next week. And, uh, yeah, so me and my fiance, with the help of uh, my parents and my brother and uh, his wife and then my fiance's mom, packed up 48 hours, the whole apartment, and shipped everything out here. And she just got in today, and um, I was in here Monday ready to train Tuesday. What was your first thoughts when you heard uh, Louisville City? Uh, I was excited. There's it's the only team that I really want to go to in the USL, um, especially mid-season. And obviously great fans, great facilities, and great history and big clubs. So, yeah, just really, really excited. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. I mean, because you've been a part of uh, the San Diego teams over the last couple of years that, that Louisville City has faced. Uh, a couple of crazy games, or one crazy game last year out in San Diego. Uh, San Diego's made a trip here to Lynn Family Stadium within the last couple of years. So, uh, you know, what was what was your impressions of Louisville City based on the experiences you've had against Louisville City over the last couple of years? Um, just the way they play. It's Obviously, it's pretty attacking football, um, and they're pretty, they play on the front foot. Um, so it's just something that's like as a player that's how you want to play the game or it's how at least I want to play the game and how I grew up playing the game um, and Danny's that's how Danny wants to see sees football and sees how it should be played so um, yeah it's just something that's exciting to be a part of so you got in on Monday, you said, and you were training with the team by Tuesday. How's that gone? How have you integrated in? How do you find the standard of, of the team that, that, that you're walking into? How's this week gone for you generally? Uh, it's been very easy. The guys are very welcoming. Um, the training level is a lot higher than I've had in the past. Um, the facilities are incredible. And then the staff, coaching staff, and the backroom staff are so helpful, like, they couldn't have made this transition any easier for us. Now, um, Louisville City's been kind of a little bit below what our, our lofty standards has been. I guess kind of what's your take kind of walking into that? Is this all seem well kind of in, in the locker room as far as mentality goes? Um, is, have you have you gotten any sort of sense of the of some of the, the issues that we've had? 
it's uh, when I first got here, Danny said to me the guys might be down a little bit, obviously after three losses, and you could sense that when I first walked in on Tuesday morning. But honestly, by the time training started, it was business as usual. Like let's get to work and earn three points on Saturday. Um, yeah, like and honestly, there's been a lot of good energy around the group um, this whole week. So just really looking forward to getting out there and putting a good, strong performance for the fans. We're talking with Kyle Adams, the new signee for Louisville City, who might make his debut on Saturday. We'll see ultimately uh, if he sees the field. Uh, Kyle, tell the fans a little bit about yourself. You're 26 years old. You played college uh, here stateside at at San Diego State. You're a New Zealander, obviously, uh, uh, born in Auckland. Uh, Tell uh, tell the fans a little bit about your career and how you sort of arrived at this juncture in your life. So originally born in uh, Auckland, New Zealand, Um, moved to San Diego State. For college when I was 18, spent three years there um, playing, and then was lucky enough to sign a contract with RGV, who at the time were Houston Dynamo's like a USL affiliate two team, I guess. Um, spent two years there, then Houston promoted me to the first team. So in 2020, I was with the Dynamo and the MLS, and then got released by them. Went to uh, Salt Lake, played for the Mon- Real Monarchs. Uh, in the USL, and then after that, uh, after that year, 2022, found myself in San Diego, and I've been there until up until this point, last week or so. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and then, just what kind of player are you? You're walking into a team, Louisville City, that, that prides itself on on having a, a very difficult defense to break down. Uh, one of the better defensive records in the league this year. Uh, a number of shutouts, nine shutouts to this point in the season, which is one of the top marks in the league. So how do you think you'll fit into this team in, in terms of what kind of player you are and, and what role you see yourself having in this team? So I, I describe myself, as, I guess, as a ball-playing center back. Um, I love having the ball in my feet. Um, and then also being left-footed just gives uh, Danny a little bit more flexibility, I guess, to play three at the back as well as four at the back. Um, ultimately, it's whatever he decides. But, um, yeah, I, just, I think um, I can be quite versatile for the team and um, just give them a few more options and looks um, in, in terms of formation and how they want to play. You're coming in at a really interesting time. Not only is your your first match with the club going to be a rivalry matchup against Indy 11, but it's also going to be our Feel the Fan match where there's at least going to be 12,000 and probably more so than that. How excited are you to kind of see the atmosphere of Lynn Family Stadium at such a big occasion? Oh, I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm really excited. I haven't, I haven't actually played here before. and um, Just hearing about it from the guys in the locker room now and then hearing from friends that I have around the league, like, there's not a better place that you want to play, um, especially, I guess, as a home player. But So, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And obviously, it's a big game against the rival a um, couple of hours up the road. So it makes it even more important and special, I guess. Yeah, you mentioned the facilities, and that's something that you know we hear from players who come to Louisville, whether it's with Louisville City or with the women's team racing Louisville as well. You know, the training facility, uh, the investment that the club has made in, in the two teams, whether it's the training facility or the stadium. You mentioned that you know you were impressed with them, but how, how impressed were you? Was it was it a shock to you when you came in to see what the amenities were, um, or, or was it more what you were expecting? Just tell us a little bit about that as well. So I, I, I knew they were always good, but I, I was still shocked by how good they were and then how good all the players are looked after. Um, the food in the cafeteria, I mean, just going down to like the surface of the field at the training field is incredible. Um, it rivals, honestly, like I was telling my family that it's better than Houston when I was in, in the MLS. Um, so I, I don't know if that like it sets a standard but that's the standard it is it's, it rivals a lot of mls facilities i think yeah we love to hear we're quite proud of our our setup here um i know you've only just gotten in town but have you had any opportunity to explore the city a little bit i mean we're a pretty big food town have a lot of great places to eat got to got to go anywhere fun yet i haven't yet we're going for a team dinner tonight to river house river shore down oh there, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of by the training field um but also um it doesn't help that i'm vegan so that kind of cancels out a lot of options for me i've heard being here in kentucky yeah there are definitely some vegan options for you but that's uh 
Yeah, uh, especially down in Nulu, there will be some vegan options. I'm sure a lot of the guys on the team will be able to help you out uh, with, with places to go out with, with vegan options. But, uh, but well, Kyle, we really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us. Uh, welcome to Louisville. I think you'll find that you'll enjoy your time here. At least I hope you'll find you'll enjoy your time here. And i tell you what, if you can go out and, and help this team win on Saturday, uh, I'm sure the fans will, will take to you immediately because uh, the fans are hungry for a win right now. So uh, congratulations on the move to Louisville. I uh, hope you're settling in well uh thanks for talking to us and, and wish you best of luck the rest of the way thank you thank you so much for having me and uh appreciate the kind welcome that's uh, kyle adams a center back from the san diego loyal who just moved to louisville city this week ahead of the indy 11 rivalry game the fill the fam game where we're trying to get fifteen thousand fans down there in lynn family stadium you asked him benton but what a time to potentially make your debut for this team, right? I mean, this is going to be the best atmosphere of the season. A very important game in the season as well. Loose City currently riding a three-game losing streak. The first three-game losing streak by this team in league play since 2015. So it is a low point, certainly. But what an opportunity for this team to turn their season around on Saturday against a rival who's flying high themselves after a big win on Wednesday night against Pittsburgh in front of what is going to be the biggest crowd of the season. Yeah, they, they- they fumbled a few other kind of turnaround opportunities, but you couldn't really paint much of a, a better picture as far as the opportunity that they have to get some positive momentum. I mean, you're talking a huge crowd. It's a rivalry matchup. They're coming off a short rest. The one downside is is that they're coming off of a pretty big win of their own against Pittsburgh on the road, so that's got to be a little rejuvenating for them. But still, a few days rest and having to travel again, that does play ultimately in Louisville's favor. And I'm curious to see if we're going to get to see him in, in action so early. I imagine we'll probably have him in, in the bench because, I mean, we knew that center back was an area in which we needed depth. I know a lot of fans are probably would have preferred to see a more attacking option, but we knew this was a need. So, I mean, I'm glad that we were able to to get a deal done and get somebody in to kind of help on that regards. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's still things being worked on the attacking side. Let's talk a little bit about the ramifications of the move, bringing Kyle Adams over. One, you mentioned it. Center back's been an area of need this year. It wasn't thought that it was going to be, but coming into the season, they knew Josh Winder was going to move on to Europe at some point that that deal had you know rumblings about that deal had been happening since all the way back in January so you come into the season expecting that he's going to leave mid-season so they signed Jordan Scarlett who's a veteran center back in the league a talented center back time with New York Red Bulls too time with the Tampa Bay Rowdies you think that he would slot in nicely as that replacement for Josh Winder but as the story went with Louisville City this year, the injuries piling up one of those injuries was a season ender to Jordan Scarlett and so now suddenly you go down Josh Winder, you go down Jordan Scarlett, you're down really to two experienced center backs in West Sharpie and Sean Tosh, who have been phenomenal this year, leading that stellar Louisville City defense that we just mentioned, talking about with, with Kyle, you know, with the nine shutouts, one of the better uh, goal records defensively in the league. They've been phenomenal, but behind them, it's inexperienced depth. It's Ramsey Kawazmi, a rookie out of Providence. It's now Jabari Rashid, uh, an academy product who signed on a USL Academy deal, heading off to college next year. So the depth was thin. So this was definitely a move that needed to happen. Louisville City bringing on a center back, and not just any center back, a center back who is a good age, 26 years old, heading into his prime as a player, and a player who is experienced in the league. He mentioned a little bit of his, of his pathway to Louisville City, time with the Rio Grande Valley, uh, used to be Rio Grande Valley Toros, now Rio Grande Valley FC, uh, time with the Real Monarchs, time with the San Diego Loyal over the last couple of seasons. So this is a guy with plenty of experience in this league um, and a talented player, listed at six foot two. He's a big presence back there, a left-footed center back as well, which is something Louisville City doesn't have right now. I think this checks a lot of boxes uh, that Louisville City needed at this juncture in the season, even though, to your point, Benton, a lot of the fans are clamoring for an offensive player to come in and kind of jumpstart the attack. This was still a necessary move. He's also got some pretty great hair. Yes, right? he does. We got, we got yes, he He's does. got some great hair. But, um, you know, how unfortunate for, for Jordan Scarlett, is, uh, as far as I'm aware, he hasn't really had much of an injury history, but then to go down with a season-ending injury, man, that just that stinks for him. But I'm glad we were able to get something done, get a backfill in. And, and um, you know, at the in the situation that we find ourselves, you can't really afford uh, a gamble sort of signing, right? Like you want sort of a proven entity, particularly in this league, and that's exactly exactly what we're getting. Um, you know, he's coming from a good club as well. I'm overall really satisfied with uh, with, with the move there, but uh, but you know, I, I'm I'm with a lot of other fans. I hope that we're exploring 
some of our attacking options as well because that's obviously an area in which we've been very much struggling very quite noticeably so I'm curious to see what happens over the coming weeks in, in that department so far this season Adams with 18 appearances for the San Diego Loyal 16 starts he's been a regular for them so far this year hasn't scored but he scored twice for them last year so while he's a center back he has a little bit of scoring punch that he can bring on on corner kicks and set pieces and the rest um, so a quality quality signing for Louisville City we haven't talked about the other side of the deal though and there is another side to this deal it effectively if you want to think about it from a conventional North American sports perspective it's a trade they essentially swapped Kyle Adams for Enoch Mushigalusa Mushigalusa technically going to San Diego on loan so we expect that he'll return to Louisville City next year after finishing this season with San Diego what do you make of them getting rid of, of Enoch in exchange for Adams Enoch this year not quite the output that he's had that he had last year. Scored ten goals last year for Louisville City. Significantly fewer this year. Um, hasn't been the regular starter this year that he was last year. Maybe this is the kind of move that he needed going to the West Coast. Change his scenery. He can refine his form, refine his confidence, and maybe next year he comes back the Enoch Mushigalusa that we know he can be and know he was last year for Louisville City. Yeah, personally, I'm I'm a fan of the move. Again, the output hasn't been there. I mean, really, from from a lot of guys in the attacking thing, and that's an area in which we have a lot of depth and we could theoretically afford to to lose some of that um so i you know I, I think we did did well on there i think both teams kind of won out on the trade if you will i'm gonna use air quotes so um but yeah i mean there's also the positive side of things is that you know we, we do have the option for him for 2024 and you know hopefully this uh, you know a new new scenery new teammates could really unlock something in his game and, and really help him develop and and be part of the future plans so louisville city losing an attacking player but gaining a defender and maybe, maybe just gaining a little momentum heading into this rivalry game on Saturday. we got a lot to talk about about that game. Um, this is a hugely important game for Louisville City. I think it's arguably a must-win because of where they are in the season, what has happened lately, and the opportunity it presents to jumpstart this team heading into the, the final stretch of the year, heading towards the top, trying to redirect their, their trajectory towards the top of the Eastern Conference. So we'll get into all of that. Again, if you want to go... If you're talking, you're listening to us here talking about this great atmosphere, which is going to be on Saturday, uh, and you've not been to a Louisville City game. Here's what you have to do to get four free tickets. We're going to give you four tickets if you do this. Follow at Soccer City Radio and DM us why you want to come to the game on Twitter or X, as it's called now, at Soccer City Radio. Send us a DM, and you'll get four tickets to Saturday's game. We're going to talk more about that game on the other side of the break. Soccer City here every Thursday night, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock on ESPN 680, 105.7 and the ESPN Louisville app. You're locked on Soccer City right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Benton Newman. We're with you till the top of the hour here on Soccer City. We're getting you ready for a big weekend of soccer here in Louisville. Louisville City taking on the Indy 11 in the rivalry LIPAFC on the line in front of what they're hoping will be a record crowd of 15,000 fans at Lynn Family Stadium. LouCity.com slash tickets 502 LouCity is the phone number and this game is going to have every kind of fan experience thing you would want to be a part of. Post-game fireworks a team flagged the first 2,000 fans that come through the door. Uh, Free game day posters to the first 2,500 fans that come through the door. And the fan zone, which is so popular. A lot of people go before the games, get that $2 beer, $2 hot dogs. That is going to be open for 90 minutes before the game on Saturday night. So plenty of time to go pre-game before coming into the game. Get those $2 beers, knock a few back, come in lively and rowdy to Lynn Family Stadium for kickoff at 8 o'clock. So all of those reasons... Plus, the significance of this game for you to come out uh, to Lynn Family Stadium on Saturday. 502 Lou City or LouCity.com slash tickets. And if you want four free tickets and you've never been to a Lou City game, hit us up on Twitter. Follow us at Soccer City Radio and then send us a DM saying why you want to come out and we'll send four free tickets your way. Benton, this feels like a must win for Louisville City. Three straight losses for the boys in purple. That's not happened since 2015. They have never lost four straight games in regular season league play. 
Um, for that reason alone, it's a must win, but it also feels like a must win to me because of the opportunity this has to change the narrative of the season. If Lou City goes out against Indy 11, their rivals, and plays in front of the biggest crowd of the season, what I would imagine, because of the hype around it, will be the most energized and atmospheric crowd of the season. If they go out and win this game, and let's say they go out and play well, there will be the fans will forget about the last three games. The narrative of the season will change completely, and they can forget about all the woes that they've suffered this season and just look ahead and look ahead toward getting back to where they belong at the top of the Eastern Conference. This match is so perfectly, Tom. I agree with everything you just said there, right? Like this is this is how you can swing things back into a positive momentum. A big rivalry win in front of a huge crowd. It's excellent. It's storybook. It's exactly what you want. On the flip side, you lose here, like you said, a four-game losing streak to a rival in front of your biggest crowd. That's where things start to get even more precarious. I mean, they've already kind of squandered away any opportunity for a wiggle room as far as underperformance against teams you'd otherwise expect them to, to beat or do well against. Um, yeah, I mean, must win, absolutely. So I hope that the uh, these guys are getting their heads right. They're, they're working hard in practice and have a very solid game plan. I mean, uh, Indy's not in a great spot in the table, but like I mentioned earlier, they're coming off a huge win against Pittsburgh. That's a lot of positive momentum in, in their favor. Yeah, so. in, Indy below Louisville City in the standings. Lou City currently sitting sixth in the Eastern Conference on 29 points. That is six points clear of the team, the first team to miss the cut. That's Detroit sitting on 23 points. So Lucidi getting a little bit more precarious in terms of their safety uh, of making the playoffs. Indy a couple of places below them. They are that last team to make the playoffs in eighth place. They are four points back of Lucidi with 25 points. But we've mentioned it a couple of times that Indy victory at Pittsburgh last night wasn't it? It yep. was last night. Today's Thursday. It was yep. Wednesday night. Last night. Now uh, this World Cup's got my days all screwy. Um, they they went up there and won a won a big game three uh, one over Pittsburgh. That's the number one team in the Eastern Conference as it stands right now. Pittsburgh and not only did they win it thoroughly, they scored arguably the goal of the year in the USL. Former Louisville City captain Aiden Quinn, who if you were a, an OG Louisville City fan, you remember back in the day he put Lou City on the Sports Center top ten way back in 2015. He had a top ten moment last night. Scored from inside the center circle, chipped the goalkeeper. Um, from about 50 yards away. A phenomenal goal for a player who has scored a ton of phenomenal goals over the course of his career. And it was a triumphant win for the Indy 11 up in Pittsburgh. That's going to be a team coming in Saturday. You mentioned it earlier. That's going to be a little bit tired because they're traveling a lot on short rest. Midweek game on the road followed by a weekend game on the road. But their confidence is going to be sky high because they just went up and put three up against a Bob Lilly coach team in Pittsburgh who has been the best team in the Eastern Conference this season. Uh, it'll be It's setting up to be a big test for Louisville City with the Indy 11. Neutral viewers are really going to enjoy this one. Both teams are really going to be good and for it. Nobody's going to be happy with a draw on this one. I mean, Indy wants to keep their momentum going. Louisville City absolutely needs a, a big win. I mean, there's going to be downsides if both of them draw, right? They're going to feel like it was a blown opportunity. You know, sometimes you're okay with, with scraping out a draw, but uh, I don't think either will be satisfied with that. And I'm expecting a good turnout from the uh, from the Indy supporters as well. I mean, it's not that far of a, of a commute. Why not go to a, to, a, to a beautiful stadium filled with fans? So we got to make sure that we turn up so they're not getting a little too loud in our house. We don't like that. We don't want that to happen. Absolutely. And I will say this, Benton, and and this will be, uh, uh, you can have a different take on it if you want. Louisville City lost to Birmingham last Saturday. That was a 2-1 score. They led 1-0 in the first half after Dylan Mayer scored two corner kick goals for Birmingham in the second half to come from behind and ultimately win it two minutes into stoppage time when Alex Cronule deflected that corner kick into the back of the net to, to give Birmingham the victory. I think Louisville City played really well in that game. Strangely, I came out of that game oddly optimistic about the offensive output the Louisville City had. Brian Ombi was in that game for a full 90 minutes. That is a significant development for Louisville City to see him healthy and healthy enough to play a full game. And I thought he was dynamic. I thought he was vibrant. I thought he was influential on the game. And I thought Louisville City's attack, I thought their offense put up its best performance 
in about two months. I know they only scored the one goal, but the game was controlled by Louisville City. They had more shots. They had more opportunities. They just didn't take them. But it's an improvement over what we've seen from Louisville City the last few weeks because they just really haven't created that many chances. On Saturday, they created chances. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly an improvement over what we have been seeing in in recent memory, but there's still kind of areas of opportunity. Um, You know, you just... We have to get good at taking advantage of the opportunities that we're given because they're going to be few and far between. And what we're seeing on the flip side against us is that we're limiting chances for the opposition. They're just doing very well in converting those. I mean, it's it's a lot of bad luck, but it was certainly a trend in the right direction. I mean, Dylan Maris's goal there, phenomenal placement on that one. We need to, we need to see some more of that. Um, we didn't see. Uh, I don't. He actually didn't get in at all on this one. But I'm hoping that we get to see some Elijah Widener action in this upcoming match because I think he's been a unique spark to the to the attack, and I think he he would we would really benefit from from seeing him get some game time. So that's who I'm. That's who I'm really eyeing on the team sheet to see if they get a start if he gets a start or not. A few other takeaways from that game that might apply to this Indy Eleven game and might apply to the the second half of this Louisville City season as they try and get it back in gear and right the ship. Martin Powell's, I thought, put in a really good shift. That's probably his best shift that he's had as a Louisville City player, using his big six-foot-seven frame to hold the ball up. He was able to do that about four or five times and play it off, lay it off the teammates to get the attack going. That's something despite his big size, which is the headline with him when he signed. You know, look, that that was six-foot-seven forward. That's all anybody needed to know about Martin Powell's. He hasn't really been able to use that frame to his advantage and, and be that hold up center forward but he looked more like yeah. it on Saturday against Birmingham yeah that was certainly his uh, his best performance in, of the season thus far it takes a little time to get acclimated to a new team new playing style new league all that so I mean there's a I, I give him a level of grace but he came in at an unfortunate time where we needed help now and so the pressure's on him to really continue in that development and really get going at full gear I also want to mention I thought this was pretty hilarious did you happen to notice that he got marked up with Anderson Estadio multiple times in that <laughs> yeah. match who's like the shortest guy in yes. the league and he's the tallest and yeah. just the height discrepancy I just thought that was a lot of fun that that, that made me laugh yeah it's like five six yeah. listed five six probably more like five four <laughs> against six foot seven and every bit of six foot seven and Martin Powell so that that it was, was a fun uh, visual it was a fun visual um what are you feeling about this game where's your confidence I mean I'm, I'm trying to say uh that I'm fairly confident. I'm confident the team comes out and has a good performance because of what we saw last week, because Ownby's back. He's getting his legs about him. It, it's, an, it's an issue for Louisville City that they rely on Brian Ownby so much, right? But Ownby's back and healthy, looked good on Saturday. That guy has so much fight, so much intensity, so much desire. He was still tracking back late in the game, past the 80-minute mark, making sliding challenges in the defensive half of the field. And then, I've never seen this before in a soccer game. Did you pick up on this? Ownby was supposed to be subbed off. They raised the board. I think Lance announced it over the public address system. And then Ownby looked at Danny Cruz, shook his head, and waved him off. And um, they went back and forth for a minute, and then ultimately Ombi stayed on the field. I've never seen that before, but what that tells me, and a good sign for Louisville City, is that Brian Ombi is confident in his health and is feeling confident in his game and wanted to stay out there because he knew he could make an impact and help Louisville City try to win that game. And that's the Brian Ombi that they've needed all season long, and that's the Brian Ombi seemingly they will have on Saturday against Indy. Yeah, I, I miss that particular interaction. I, rem- I remember the, the sub, sub snafu. I just didn't see what he was doing in part of that. I think West Sharpie went around down about that time too. So it also could have been a, a coaching decision to to kind of halt that because you don't know what's what's going on with that particular situation. I mean, he. But but to your point, Ombi, he's a gamer. He's not going to want to come out when he's feeling it. I mean, I know he's he's getting up there and he'll probably listen when his body's telling him like, "Look, man, you need to." You need to cut it out for this one. But he wasn't at that point yet. No, so that was a positive sign to, to see. So that game coming up on Saturday night at 8 o'clock. Fill the fam. LewCity.com slash tickets 502 Lou City. It's going to be the most well-attended Louisville sporting event of this calendar year to this point. Just yeah. just is going to be. So if you love sports in Louisville, if you are a Louisville sports fan, this is the one to come to. This is the atmosphere that you want to be a part of. It is going to be a big, big game for Louisville City. Just one, because the crowd is going to be huge and also because of the significance of the game. So that's coming up Saturday. You don't want to miss it. Yeah, I'm pretty optimistic heading into this one. I know things haven't been going super well for the team lately. But you can't imagine they want to do everything they can to prevent a historic losing streak for the uh, for the team. So, I, I, I in some weird way, I think some of the recent 
negativity downfall is going to spur them into a positive result in this one. I'm a glass half full kind of guy, though, so <laughs> that's just how I'm skewed. But uh, got my fingers crossed for a good match for us. A couple other notes as we close out here tonight. Again, Soccer City every Thursday, 6 to 7. Tampa Bay, the Rowdies, one of the big rivals for Lou City, a team that is well past Louisville City in the standings right now, sitting in third in the Eastern Conference. They found a head coach. It's a former player of theirs that played with them last year, a veteran English player, Nikki Law, who comes over after spending part of this season as a player coach in Huntsville, an MLS Next Pro. He's leaving that team to come to Tampa Bay to be the head coach. And uh, you had a, a really apropos nickname for him, I thought. I call him Great Value Michael Bradley. Great Value Michael Bradley. Yes, he kind of looks like him. He's got the bald head. Very off-brand, but uh, I mean... Might I say, a very handsome guy with a bald head and a beard. It's a good look. I think you're you're a little biased. It's a good look. A little biased. Hey... Call it like yeah. you see it, you know? Now, of note, I mean, he's I, I, he played significant time um, at Indy 11. I think that's probably where the, no, most notably the part of his career played out. But I really like seeing former players become coaches. It just it, To me, it shows some sort of sustainability with the league that you can have a full-on professional playing career in the league and then also go on to have a job outside of actually playing itself in, in a coaching role. So I think that's good for the league. It's a good kind of developmental ground for, for coaches to cut their teeth in. You know, We're seeing the same thing with Danny Cruz and a number of other coaches around the league. So, I mean, as much as I make fun of him and, and dislike Tampa, I mean, I like it. It's positive for the league. And Loose City still with two meetings against Tampa Bay to go in oh, this season. Yeah, they really backloaded that rivalry. I don't like that setup. Yeah, but against a new head coach, you know, maybe there's some vulnerability there. We yeah. will see for Louisville City. Hopefully. Uh, two opportunities against Tampa Bay coming up later in the year. Real quick, Benton, we touched on racing Louisville at the start. Give you a couple of quick ones. How are you feeling coming into this Challenge Cup game at Houston on Saturday? Do they advance to the semifinals? And two, do we see another racing Louisville player score in the World Cup? Seems like every day we look up and somebody in the World Cup is doing something significant for racing Louisville. What do you think about those two? Uh, yes to both. I mean, again, the players that are home, they're, they're riding pretty high. Had a very comfortable win over Chicago. That he's, I mean, it could, they could have easily had more than two goals in that one. I mean, they were what two that that went off the bar. Another great like one handed stop by the by the Chicago keeper. Oh, totally fine there. As far as goals in the World Cup, I mean, why not? Yeah, our players are, play, are being pretty hot in this in, in the World Cup right now. So I think we're getting a couple more on there. Timby Katlana looking like she's going to start tonight for South Africa in their game. So we'll see. I think maybe. Wong has a game uh, early tomorrow morning. That's too. right. So maybe those two players can add to the the big perp takeover of the World Cup. Uh, Fill the fam Saturday, lucity.com slash tickets 502 Lucity. Fill the fam coming up on August 19th for Racing Louisville, trying to get 10,000 fans in there. That's your next Racing Louisville home game. Tickets at racingloufc.com slash tickets are 502 Lucity. Soccer City every Thursday night, 6 to 7 o'clock here on ESPN 680 and 1057. We'll also have the call of the game on Saturday at 745. Lucity against the Indy 11 on these same stations. For Benton, for Zach Cantrell, I'm Jeff. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.